having you that for a few months. <laughs> we you, we you. So this is not um, this is not a proper real talk as such. This is going to be an update on where things are at at the moment. All Scott's fault, of course. <laughs> Which much. I say that it, it, it's. Pretty much, it's not true, really, because it's not. Until, I mean, we, we've we're busy. We've got stuff, as you know. If you've seen Scott's announcement, he's got shit going on with his life. He's got some health issues and stuff, which we're going to get into now. Um, but it's also me, because I mean, how, how long have we? A year we've been doing the show. A year that we've been dating. We've been dating about a year. About a year. About a year. We've been serious. But I then, should you buy know, a ring or something. He's not. He's not really serious at the moment. You know, he flipped us in. I'm not doing I, that I need, commitment. I need commitment. Terry Mears needs more commitment. <laughs> it was so. I had this idea. Terry, it's not you. It's me. About two years ago, I wanted to do a talk show on keeping things real, and I was going to call it Real Talk. And I said to Scott, "Why, I, you know." do this with me this will be cool we really need to do this because it's only about stuff that we talk about all the time um so i pestered him for about a year to do it and then when he finally done it it was like great yeah we're gonna you know yeah i want you to come on my show with me but you need to record it and edit it and do all the stuff and then upload it but yeah it's my show but so basically i've i've given it all to scott to do which is not really fair really so i need to step up learn how to use a camera and a mic and a light and all that shit and and record things from my end because we are massive time differences as well and it's the same as if we tried to get a guest on so like judd or someone in australia three continents three time zones honestly the logistics of it are a nightmare so Going forward, we'll definitely be stepping up. Um, there's going to be a weekly show going out. Um, whether Scott is on it or not, or there's another guest on it, or other yeah. people are on it, they're going to flitter in and out. There'll be something going out each week because um, I'll be looking at setting up a, a proper recording with a proper microphone. Wow. So something will be going it, out. I think Terry just broke up with me. <laughs> we broke up with you. You've left me in the fucking limbo for two months. Not your fault. I mean, not my fault. Not your fault. Not It's not you. It's me. Yeah, it is you. 100% you. No, it won't be. Look, it's going to. All right. All right. So let's jump in. All right. So and also, kids, I want to keep keeping. All right. So I'm not even doing it so far. I wish there was a way we can track time. Like, I have no idea how far we're into the show right now. I do. I've got a clock. Okay. So where are we right now? 12 minutes. 12 minutes okay i need to do some math here because i'm gonna hit start because um i also want to start putting bookmarks in it's really easy so when we get to topics so this is a great one so updates topic and um anyway um so yeah it's not ter- yeah it's not okay well it's, I I, even- no, it's, it's part of my fault because i've left oh. everything to you to do so I could have easily, I could have easily, I could have easily done half a dozen shows in this last two months. Sure, fair enough. But whatever, it's done's done, and and now we'll be back more regular. And also, I'll talk about that in a second too, around updates around now. But yeah, so the physical thing. So I've talked about it on here before. Uh, I have disc degenerative disease. Every and by the way, don't get freaked out. Literally, everyone on the planet has that. It's just it's the disc in your backs. The back, eventually the disc in your back wear out. 
Not me. And mine just I go, got it. went quicker and then plus all the other shit I've been through. So, From lifting a carpet up. Hmm? From lifting a carpet up. <laughs> no, that was my lower back. That was nothing. That was So, yeah, but that's a good, okay. So let me back the way up, way back, like 15, 20 years ago. I had, while I was doing Kempo, I had um, lower back issues. Actually, I didn't even know. This is how juvenile was around old stuff. I thought my, something wrong with my leg back then. I had all this pain in my leg. Turned out it was actually coming from my lower back. And they, um, at that time, I was in my late 20s. And you know how you believe, like doctors know everything. They're the ones you have to mm. So I just, this dumb 20-something-year-old, and I just listened to them. And gosh, surgery, which I should probably shouldn't have done i should have just continued concentrating on physio but i did surgery and in the first surgery the surgery at the end and was successful but when they first did it they accidentally dropped disc fragments down into the nerve canal of my spine oh great so when i came out i was like i couldn't even walk it was felt like i was walking on broken glass so three weeks later they had to go back in and irrigate it and clean it out and when they did, this time they accidentally scraped with a scalpel the nerve root um, in my spine. And when they did that, that's how sensitive the sp spine is. When they mm -hmm. did that, immediately I got a permanent nerve damage in my leg. So my right foot, uh, the Achilles tendon, doesn't work. It literally is just dead. It doesn't work. And that uh, why you're kicking is so shit. <laughs> and then the calf, <laughs> uh, my calf, like the way it. It works. It doesn't fire cor correctly. So anyway, whatever. The mm. point is, it didn't. Can't. Is there no? Did you not have any compensation for that? No, because I'm an idiot in my 20s. Uh, later in life, I found out like because I got schooled and stuff, and my friend was a lawyer, and he was like, "Dude, why did you not sue back then?" <laughs> anyway, it's too late. Okay, so now flash forward many many years later. So I already don't trust medical shit. So mm -hmm. now the same similar issue, but now in my neck. But I have four herniated discs, and two of them severely, and they've they've compressed, and and also on top of the compression, these bone spurs have grown, uh, mm -hmm. like arthritic bone spurs. Yeah. So you have the compression of the nerve plus the bone spurs growing down on it, so it's cutting off blood flow to my arms. So in this one here, I'll, this is the one. I don't know if you can see this on camera. And I got a shitty camera. That's one of the things I'm gonna need to get a new camera. But you see this muscle right here? It's kind of yeah, popping yeah, up when yeah. you do. If I do it here, it doesn't exist. It's flat. That muscle's mm. gone. It doesn't even fire. It's gone. So I've lost the use of about two or three muscles. So for example, when I'm holding a glass, if I this is my left hand. So right now I can rotate this glass. Fine. It, I can't even do it. If I attempt to rotate this glass in my right hand. That's about as far as I can get before it falls out of my hand. I just mm. lose I lose use of it. So and I'm always fumbling. Like I my, my dexterity. I'm looking I'm I'm looking at your fingers there and I notice that like the end of your fingers are quite bulbous, like swollen. <laughs> the joints. It's just because I bite, bite my nails, probably because I'm fucking ah. anyway. <laughs> so I'm losing, yeah, I'm losing the use of my arm. So the, it was bad enough the right one. So I lost the use of two muscles in the right arm. It kind of stabilized a bit. Then it started moving down to my left arm. So mm -hmm. now it moved in. So then we went in and they did uh, these nerve conductivity tests where they literally put these wires in my arm right up to my neck. And they, they're they trying to figure in. out. 
Yeah, basically see if the electricity is coming down. And what we quickly learned is is not. Uh, so in my right arm, it's it's blocked, and now it's blocking on this. Eventually, if I do nothing, I'm gonna I'll be paralyzed. I'll use the loose of my arm. Yeah, they'll they'll just be atrophy. Like muscle atrophy. Yeah, it'll just yeah. wither away. Yeah. So obviously, I can't have that. And so the the only solution in Canada uh, right now is a very 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 uh, extensive surgery where they cut through your neck on both sides, move your windpipe out of the way. Uh, the two discs that are causing me the most issues, they would want it to take out and then put artificial disc in. Um, mm. The it's an incredibly incredibly risky surgery. I just told you about the lower stuff in the back, and that was nothing. So imagine going yeah, through here yeah, one yeah. one little well, mistake. And, and I have I have said before my my brother in law had that where he was a roofer and he fell off a roof mm-hmm. and broke his neck but mm. didn't realize he was like oh yeah I've hurt my neck oh that's so oh and then they got all right and twenty five years later he was having terrible terrible neck pain got the and they were like oh yeah you've broke your neck and it's fused back all wrong we need <laughs> we need to rebreak we need to rebreak it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just going to be an agony, and it's going to get worse and worse and worse. So they did, as you said, they literally cut the throat open, push everything over to the side, and they work on the spine from this side. Yes, is it like away from the spinal cord because that's so so sensitive. Um, and then they sewed him all back up. He had a skin graft off his leg or over his yeah. throat and stuff. That's but another thing. It's like, a lot of scarring. Yeah, yeah. But to be honest, he's been right this rain never as far as i'm way awesome. touch with he's he's been right this rain ever since and that was oh that, that was a good uh oh god jesus that was a good 15 18 years ago that's awesome probably good. yeah and yeah, he's been he's, right ever since he's fucking and he's lucky. not he's about he's about your age he's very very lucky anyway so i was this whole thing has been like okay so there's two things going on one the physical so every day you see it's a little bit more, a little bit more due to pl- plagues at your brain so bad. Mm. It's really, really bad. I'll con- I'm constantly doing shit. Like I'll reach over for something. I- oh, by the way, I've become so, um, I've lost coordination in my hands. So I'm constantly mm. knocking shit over. I can't grab things properly because I can't judge how they feel and stuff. And yeah. It's, it's, it's got to be horrible. Mess. Degenerative, it's fucking, isn't it? It's a fucking is. mess. It's a mess. So it's playing at my brain so bad. I, I'm like, I have no choice. I got to do this goddamn surgery and I don't want to do it. And then, so I'm, 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 you know, I watch podcasts and shit, obviously a lot and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, Rogan starts talking about this shit he's done for stem cells and stuff. And he, he bangs on about stem cells a lot. All the time. Because so he had this really bad rotator cuff tear in his shoulder like it was uh, i think he may have even had surgery on it at one point but it was a really bad tear and it was caught he couldn't do anything couldn't lift his hand, uh, hand above his shoulder so he went down to the same hospital i'm going they fired him up with stem cells and shit and within six in six weeks i'm sp- skipping a lot of it but it was in six weeks they did a, another mri and the doctor was like you literally have nothing wrong with you it's like it never existed scar is gone mm. everything's gone so that obviously exciting. And then he had some people on like um like UFC fighters and shit that he, are, he's had a pl- couple of there's a couple of people have come on and a yeah. couple of people have had it. Yeah. Uh, and, I'm, and pretty sure Baz, I'm pretty sure Baz I'm pretty sure Baz Rutten. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Bass Rutten has the same issue as me. And unfortunately, he let his arm go too far and it really atrophied and it's never going to come back. But he's gotten more treatment since then. And a couple of UFC fighters escaping now. There was one just that was on his show in the last couple of weeks. And he, this guy had the exact, it was pretty weird. He had exact same issues in his neck that I'm having with the atrophy and all this shit. And he went down there, got the injections and done also it's not just stem cells they do a whole bunch of medallies but stem cells obviously yeah. anything and um and i'll tell you why after why they're different down so there. are you are you having um umbilical cord stem yes. cells that's you so you just hit the key so here in canada you can get stem cells but what they do is you go in they withdraw your own bone marrow spin your blood and create you know get the platelets from your own blood but down there in other countries or in any Europe, they take, uh, you know, people, you can have someone else's blood <laughs> pretty much. You are, yeah. you're having a baby, brand new baby, like for leftover from umbilical cords. Well, that's, that's in, yeah, embryonic. this is when we talk about umbilical cords, uh, we're not talking about babies. Mm -hmm. The babies are born and they're perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. This is the leftover Afterbirth. umbilical cord. Yeah, the, afterboard, the placenta, exactly. leftover umbilical cord. Exactly. They, they just they just withdraw the stem cells from and that's it. Because if not, this stuff, the, it's literally, I don't know in, people are aware. chucking them in. Yeah, it gets thrown in a furnace. It's just burnt. Yeah, it's just medical waste. Yeah, it's medical waste. Now, the bizarre thing in Canada, because... In Canada, it's really bizarre. I can't, I can't wrap my head around this. Uh, uh, I don't want to turn this into a political thing, and I'm, we're not going to at all, I, I promise you. But it's so bizarre to me that, like, so you have abortion is legal in Canada. Anybody can go get an abortion and do whatever. But stem cells is not. <laughs> it's bizarre. You can get your own spin spun, but you can't use leftover to our point. Someone right? else's. It's uh. very weird. I don't know why. I, hopefully, they catch up to it. And but America, are, you can't in America, neither nope. can you. No, you can't in the U.S. either. You uh, can in Tijuana. You can in Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, but this hospital, and again, people are like, whoa, you're going to Mexico for whatever. This hospital is world-renowned. So it started not, has nothing to do with stem cells. It started as a cancer hospital. It is one of the most renowned cancer hospitals in the world. It's called CHIPSA, C-H-I-P-S-A in uh in Tijuana and it was literally to start it for cancer for people who are like trying to avoid um, chemotherapy and trying to find other mm -hmm. modalities and stuff and then as part of that they were doing stem cells the guy that founded it just ha just weird coincidence he happened to be a fighter in the back in his background so he started opening up to athletes so they opened up a whole separate arm called a cellular yeah. performance and that's like even this week I just saw a video like uh, a, a, a former um, a wrestler or something was just down there. Mm -hmm. um, the guy that, uh, you know, uh, there's a famous jujitsu guy was just down there a couple months ago um, who's in the UFC as well. Same thing, neck shit. But everybody's raving, but like they come out of it and they're just like within weeks. So I, I don't want to get my hopes up too much, but anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So I found this place. It's got a good, what, what's the success rate? A real is in a 90 percentile it's oh. really crazy mm. so i looked into it i contacted them they put me in touch with somebody i ended up talking to a doctor sent all my MRI, mris and all that bullshit down they they looked at it and they were like yeah absolutely we can help you now i'm going to give a huge shout out to them because they did something very very cool this is very expensive shit 
it's going to cost me roughly $26,000 Canadian. It's a lot of money, 20,000 US. They actually gave me a break because they, A, I'm not a professional athlete. <laughs> so most of the people they get are like Olympians or UFC and people like yeah. that. I'm just Joe Schmo. Also, I'm coming from Canada and it's quite a distance and stuff. So they're giving me a break. And so even though I'm paying a lot, they're actually giving me quite a discount. So God bless them yeah. for that. They're, they're actually cutting off about 10,000 bucks. So God bless them. Um, yeah. And, but anyway, that's where I am. So this is my, I, it's, I have two choices, either do some massive evasive surgery. So would your medical, or just do oh, the injections. medical insurance wouldn't cover you then? No, not at all. Not only does it not cover you. So here in Canada, <laughs> my, my condition right now is really serious. No joke. It's actually, I try not to blow it up too much, but it is no joke. It's like literally cutting off now blood flow to my arms. So I need to get this done, whatever I do, quick as possible. In Canada, I can't even get in for surgery for less than six months. <laughs> Socialism, same old, healthcare. Same old, same old thing. It's the same in the UK, though. Yeah, because you, you guys have the same the, healthcare as us. Well, well, we have the NHS, so mm. everything is paid for for you. Same, same. Um, but the wait, you know, you're waiting less. You're years. You're waiting forever. Years. And you're no guarantee you're going to get the best. No guarantee you're going to get the whatever. So my you get what you pay wait, for. My mother's been waiting for a new hip for like four years. See, there you go. So in other countries, you know, I know people can harp on capitalism and stuff, but at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. It's so. the same old story, isn't it? Money talks and bullshit walks. Exactly. If you've got the money, you can get stuff done. Exactly. So now on top of that, so I went ahead with this. I finally made a decision, excuse me, to do it and, you know, booked in. And I, I'm going to be honest. I can't afford this. <laughs> I really can't. But I didn't want to do anything around it. And then my partner, Ariel, she ended up putting out this um, thing last night around, you know, trying to raise funds for it that I was pretty embarrassed around the whole thing because I, it's, I don't know, it's just really not my style or whatever. But anyway, thank you for the people who have a bunch of people actually reached out to me. Um, there's one person in particular, I don't even know if I should say their name because I don't, it could be private or whatever, but this particular person has been pretty successful in their life. And, you know, they talked to me, they sent me a note and talked about, they were in a position before where they could have helped people like, uh, Nick and Judd when they were training, you know, they were like, Oh shit. I look back in life. Now I was in a position. I could have helped those guys where they didn't have to work. They could have focused on their training and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do it. And I'm like, oh my god, man! You don't have, you don't have to do that for me. They just, this person just likes our show. <laughs> That's all it is. It's a well, tell make show. a fucking sense of money my way as well. <laughs> you know, my my hip flexor is still, I'm still not kicking as fast, to be honest. So this guy sends me this message, and I don't know. Again, tell me if I can say say your name. I don't know how private you want to be. And you know, he's like, just let me help out. And I'm like, is he a commenter? Does he comment on the show? I can't say anything. I can't say anything. Well, no, you can say whether he's a commenter or not. Mm -hmm. He's commented. And um, anyway, so he made a very generous offering yesterday and it was pretty fucking awesome. So, and now other people are, so any people are doing that. You don't have to, honestly, I'll be okay. I'll survive. But yeah, I, but I listen, really listen, it. right. We, we, th this is the Kyokushin community, right? Now I said, yeah, we, we've got to set up a GoFund page. 
set up a GoFundMe page. No, but li- listen. No, but she did. I, she did. I, she I, set I, it up last night. So I haven't fucking seen it. She well, that's seen because it. I'm shadow banned. That's so. That's another problem too. I'm shadow banned. Uh, so nothing I post or post well, gets out there. Stop anyway, so. posting shit, <laughs> as I've told you a million times. Stop you posting shit. You don't live here, Terry. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, shit. but you know what? Um, er, uh, can, okay, good segment. I, I, I listen. Our community, the Kyokushin community, will kick in. You don't need thousands off a couple of people. You need a couple of dollars off a few thousand people, which we've got. I know it's community. great. That's pretty listen, remarkable. When you we think about set it. up a GoFundMe page. You'll be sitting on half a million dollars straight away. <laughs> Never mind having, having stem cells. You, you'll basically have a new fucking spine made. <laughs> anyway, there's one on, on the Marshall Way Facebook page. There's one on my personal Facebook page and, and whatever. We'll put, it in the, we'll put it on the Backstreet Karate page and we'll put it in the Ronin Life group. Again, it's not necessary. I will, be, I will survive. Uh, I will be okay. At the end of the day, it's money's money, but uh, health is more important. I will say this, though. This is a little bit of a segue. This has put me under, and this is the reason. Like Terry and I haven't even chatted recently. I've been avoiding we, we everyone. Have, we literally haven't spoken. For, we, we've messaged back and forth, mostly me abuse, abusing him, but we haven't spoken for two months. Yeah, because I've been avoiding everyone, folks. I've gone into. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be completely transparent right now. I've gone to completely depressed. I got pr- completely stressed out. Like my health is literally deteriorating before my eyes every day. I still keep it up. I still go to fucking gym all the time. Still going to jitsu, doing all this shit. But I'm watching my shit deteriorate. You have no idea how frustrating it is when you reach over casual stuff. I'll like reach over, grab a glass, yeah. and it fucking falls out of your hand and shit. And you feel like you're an old man and stuff. Yeah. You like just make a mistake. Like I'm sorry. I'm almost getting emotional right now. Like it's it's so so hard. And then I bet it is. So uh, it, it depression. And then on top of that, I have to work every day, and I, I don't tell why work. Yeah. My work has nothing. Yeah. Else, know what's going on? They don't have a clue. And so I have fourteen teams I'm overseeing, and I'm doing all this stuff. And it just everything is built up, and I was not becoming the best person. I was getting very irritable, very depressed, very whatever. And I'm one thing I want to. Uh, I have a bit of a falling out with uh, uh, Shion Steve. And on top of that, I won't go into it too deep, but I said words that I shouldn't have said. I was frustrated um, and it just built up. So for my language, I, 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 I sincerely apologize around that. But again, like, and it's happening to me. Like I get triggered now. Like I'll be out in traffic and somebody will cut me off and I'm like, oh, fuck! <laughs> I'm just freaking out because I'm so angry at everything mm-hmm. that's happening. So, And that's a perfectly anyway. natural response though, isn't it? Thank you, you for have saying the depression. that because I don't feel you like the- it. It is it's perfectly natural. You have the depression, you feel sorry for yourself, mm-hmm. and then you get angry because it's like, yeah, why I'm the fuck really is this angry, happening man. to me? Really angry. So you get angry. That's perfect. They're yeah. perfectly normal. Very angry. Uh, but so just, you can't, mm. you, as you say, you can't put a price on health so much. So yeah, you've said you've you've got the loan sorted. That money's there. You're going out to do it. It's Hopefully, we. We've got the page set up as well now. We'll get, oh, listen, you'll be a millionaire now. <laughs> Honestly, I'm telling you. Care. People set up pages, you're right. Oh, my God, Timmy, he can't afford to have a birthday party. We want to set up a GoFundMe page just so he can have a couple of friends around. Well, I don't know. Two months later, they got 300 grand. 
<laughs> okay, I'm not looking for that. <laughs> for Timmy's little birthday party. That's crazy. I'll donate to Timmy if I get more than that. <laughs> Anyways, it is what it is. I'm feeling very hopeful. They're feeling hopeful. It's still a gamble, but it's a gamble I'm willing to take. So and... what is it? Once you've had the injections and the treatment and stuff, mm. what is the... What happens then? What's the course of action then? Yeah. So they, so what they do is, so for, for the, I'm down there, I fly in September 4th. I'm down there every day in the hospital. So every day I go in, they do injections. Oh, that early. So you're going, you're literally going in like two weeks, two, three yeah, weeks. Yeah. So they, they want to get me in as quick as they can. Uh, it's, it's yeah. really deteriorating. Um, so sick. Uh, so I get shots into my disc and into the, the fascia fascia joints where the osteo uh, arthritis is growing so yeah. is that so are you going to have like an epidural first to numb the spine or they no like idea. just fucking jabbing a needle in no idea i do know this the ufc last guy i saw that had similar to me they did give him something to i don't know if it was an epidural what they gave him they gave him something to numb shit because he went back to his room that night and he felt fine and then the pain set in <laughs> so he said the first night is pretty rough he said after that it's fine but the first night he said it's pretty rough yeah i, uh, I remember i had an epidural once uh, on the lower back to put the power yeah, I've had from, those. The, from the waist painful. down uh, yeah and it was you know at the time obviously everything was bad but later for days later the pain it literally felt what it is like someone has just jabbed a needle into your spine yeah i'm, I'm, uh, and I'm it's really I'm, painful I'm, Hopefully it's not going to be too bad. Um, anyway, but they said, yeah, by the end of the week, I fly back on Friday. So it's just one week. Every day I go in for, and it's not just stem cells. Yeah. They do NAD drips and all this other fun yeah. stuff. Uh, things that reduce inflammation. I come back and I go right back to work, but I'm not allowed to work out or exercise or do anything for six weeks. And the reason mm -hmm. around this is kind of weird. It's because the stem cells will go after any injury. It will try to correct and fix any injury. So the concern is if you're exercise, you know, any exercise, you're breaking down muscle. Yeah, you're, you're breaking down muscle on Yeah, or you could accidentally fucking injure something. Yeah. Uh, whatever the case, the stem cells will go towards that then rather than... Then here. working on the bits there. Exactly. So they said, just don't do anything. Just chill out for six weeks and just let them do their thing. And that's it's interesting, it. isn't it? Interesting really, stuff. You bit like little nanobots injected into your body. Kind of. And they're yeah. like, right, boys, we have to sort some shit out. So Kinda. whatever the problem is, that's where we're going. So they work on your spine. But if something else happens, they're like, whoa, we're off over there now. We're sorting that out. Kind of, because one of the things they're interested in is because I have a genetic uh, issue with my liver. I was born with it. I have a high ALT level, uh, it's a liver enzyme in, in the liver. Um, anyway, it's an issue. A couple of my siblings have it too. And they are like, hmm, after they're looking through all my medical, they're like, hmm, stem cells might go after that too. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so basically stem cells are going to eat your liver. We'll fix it, repair it. Oh, well, that'd be good. With, so again, we, we're getting into crazy science yeah, stuff now. It is. Would, Where it's going would is the remarkable. Stem, would the stem cells, though, if they get injected into your body now and they look at your spine, but they're like, whoa, boy, that's his liver's much worse. Let's all go over there. Would it like not do your spine? No, it still will. So I talked to them about that because they do it locally. It still will go in there. But they also give yeah. you an IV, IV of stem cells as well on top of the local. 
So the yeah. IV ones will attack anything in your body that's out of whack. And then the, the, the injection ones, they can work on where they, the site where they're injected to. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And I, it's funny, you know, because I tell people going to Mexico, they're like, oh, Mexico, let's go, whatever. I know. What I you, suppose Mexico, Mexico's got a, you know, old El Paso and all that. It's got a bad name, isn't it? Yeah. It's generally... It's, it's crime and drugs and stuff comes from Mexico. Exactly. And and to be honest, right now in Tijuana, the streets are on fire. There's a big uh, uh, cartel uh, warfare going on now between two uh, gangs. And it's very dangerous. I mean, the American government's even telling people either stay put or get the hell out. <laughs> so the government, you know, the country itself, yeah, can be quite wacky. But this place, I've done a tremendous amount of research on it. And it's mm. very, very legit. Very, well, the very, thing is, if they, if all, if the world's top athletes go there, yeah. it's got to be very well funded and very well protected and looked after as well. Yeah, like I'm look just now. I just went to their site. I'm seeing okay, Eddie Bravo, the founder of Ten Planet uh, Jiu Jitsu, been there. Mm. Uh, Rafael Lovato Jr. from um, you know he's the middleweight, former middleweight champion. He's he went there. Uh, like there's so many Dean Lister, the former UFC champion, he had to go there. For these all jujitsu guys go in there for the neck problems. <laughs> Basically, guys, don't do jujitsu because it's gonna fuck you up. On to that note, I love jujitsu. Uh, listen, <laughs> listen, we're not listen, we're not talking about it. This is not a jujitsu right. show. I'm right. not. A, this is the this is the thing. You, but no, I'll say that. All right, it's good. You found you found because you were getting. And we've spoke about this quite extensively. You were getting a bit bored with Kyokushin. Time check. And, Where um, are we? We are at 37 minutes. Awesome. See, I will put timestamp. We're going to move <laughs> into another. <laughs> so you, you, and you've spoken about it. You were getting a bit bored and a bit despondent with Kyokushin. Correct. Um, I think that's a lot to do with where you were training because it wasn't a, a wide avenue of things for you to do. So, and you do, you, you're, you're, you're a natural martial artist. You've done martial arts all your life. You want to be on a learning curve. You want to be yes, doing stuff. I constantly want to be learning. Yeah. So you, you've, you've landed into the, the jujitsu world. And, and I'll tell you, it, it is, it is a very cool world. I, <laughs> I, the guys are great. You learn good stuff. But for, um, for me, personally it's like you are now all bjj bitch you're a fan you're watching oh, this. Oh, i just do that I to know, drive you crazy i know Jerry. this guy i know this god you know this guy this guy like i don't give a fuck who they are i don't know i'm not interested in watching them to be honest <laughs> I, I i i well i love jujitsu for the art of jujitsu yeah I'm learning to go oh fuck me that's an awesome move yeah i'm not i don't drink the kool-aid i'm not interested in who's won what no I'm i not, get it. i don't i won't watch a competition i'd rather watch the paint dry on the door it depends um, who you are lot, I, I get what you're saying it, you just, a lot of it's people feel a lot of people yeah. feel, and some knockdown tournaments is like the same as well oh, like, yeah. that's just boring to watch oh yeah, yeah. um but i love i love the art for the art yeah exactly exactly and, and, and especially you know, when and you watch guys, people who are very good at it and the guys are like i said i've got a very small limited uh exposure to it the guys I know, they're all, they're all top guys. They're all fantastic guys. There is no ego okay, at all. So this is one of the, my major takeaways from jujitsu. That is a huge difference for me from Kyokushin. Um, I go in there with killers. Like people who just like can 
and not kindly they do they'll maul you but they'll do it in a very respectable way and just to show you and they'll teach you along the way it yeah. has blown my way blown my mind the difference in um psychology from jujitsu to kyokushin and, I, and we've talked about this a little bit before yeah but now that i'm immersed more in it man they're so humble and now i figure out and i know why they're so humble in and no ego it's because all of them doesn't matter what their ranking is they're all getting crushed every night mm. like they are they're just getting cr like because you never know anything can give right obviously you get a level you're doing better and better but yeah it's but cameron just, spoke about that on the last show which was what a year ago yeah. we posted that or whatever <laughs> um he was saying you know you got your blue belts but the blue belt the jump from blue to purple is a massive jump. Massive the purples jump. Purples were smashed to purple. The purples smashed the blues. And then the browns smashed the purples. And yeah. then the blacks smash everyone. Exactly. Exactly. And it really is that way. Like, and I don't mean to be disrespectful to anybody, but your average Kyokushin person that trains Kyokushin is going to go in there. You're going to get humbled very quickly by a blue belt very very quickly but, uh, yeah all right here's my argument against that let's get your blue belt stand him up and then put striking involved I, but that's my thing though I, I and i don't want to do pit one against the other and that's fine that could happen um but how many strikes is that person going to get in before that person gets hands on them and pulls them to depends on the strike yeah yeah exactly but I, it depends on the person exactly it depends it all depends and that's not to say you've got bjj Ex guys that can't strike exactly because you've got you'll have bjj guys who are doing mma exactly so they're doing striking as well exactly i met a very old, high level guy the other day was also a high level muay thai guy yeah, I'm just devil i'm i like to play devil's advocate yeah, yeah, on both sides so I, i'm with you in the sense of yeah Go and get a Kyokushin black belt. Let's put hands <laughs> on each other, and we'll see how well you do. One should take into the ground, and you're and you're being held. You got top pressure, dominant <laughs> pressure on top of you. Exactly. Let's see how you handle it. Yes, let's see but when you start other, like your brain starts going into panic mode. Yeah, but then the flip of it, I'm also I suppose from my point of view, the flip of it as well is then, yeah, that top pressure isn't the be all and end all because you've never been hit like. I can hit you. I don't even have to catch you with a good solid, bl a glancing blow will be enough to rock your world. I, I totally and, agree with and that. And Kyokushin guys have got that power. I, I totally agree with that. Unfortunately, what Kyokushin guys don't have is the training for that. No, if they don't train for it, if they don't, we like you've seen the videos we've done on Backstreet. Yeah, I amazing. specifically train scenario off my knees, off yeah. my back, on my side, just practice coming through with this elbow on the bag. Just practice putting myself in the weakest position i could possibly be in and practice punching from that position to generate knockout hurting power right because you focus terry shihan terry burkett focuses on martial arts not a sport it's a big difference yeah yeah and i know how debilitating it is when you're locked up on the ground <laughs> I know when someone's got a top right and you're like, no, this is crap. Oh, I'm doing everything I can just to possibly breathe. It's so bad. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. It I don't, is. People don't know. Unless you're there, you don't know. Like, it's it's very funny. It's I find it comical now. Um, it's different. It's, it's horses for courses, though, isn't it? It's different. Because yeah. BJJ is a sport. Kyokushin, certainly yeah. how the vast majority practice it today is a sport 100 percent a sport it's a sport, it's a sport uh, no different okay 
okay, Budo sport, yeah, we've still got the Budo element, and people argue. I should, I certainly think the older generations from the 90s, 80s down are is Budo, Budo yeah, karate, I agree, Budo sport. Um, certainly, like new generation, just they just basically professional knockdown fighters. It's a sport. I'm sorry. They I'm do. not going to argue with people anymore. No, you're it. right. You can, you're, you, those are all your motions. You can do all your Caesars you want. You're doing a sport. You're, you're yes. doing a sport. Yeah, it is. Um, and like we've, we've talked before, it's not a bad thing, you know. No. It's great. It all depends. And to your point, if you combine you a couple of them, it's great too. You've got, you've got to. I, I personally, I think, Kyokushin, BJJ, Judo, you the comp the, the but perfect Kyokushin, proper Kyokushin, not 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 a bit of bag work, not a bit of a punching. Exactly, working your shots, working the power, working knockout, yeah. damaging power from any angle. Agree with any I totally technique. Agree. I totally agree with that, Terry. I totally agree. I, 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 I totally agree. And I, I guess that's where, and again, probably my frustration has gone to even in Kyokushin. So again, I'm going to put it here. Another timestamp. Where are we? Timestamp. Scott's going to offer everyone out. In here we go. Where are we? What time? Where are we now? 44 minutes. <laughs> okay. 44 minutes in. I've left IFK. So Who are you with nobody. Have you so, become, <gasps> So I, I just want to dis- I, I, yeah, kind of. I, I want to distance myself for a while. I just want to practice and concentrate on uh, the missing uh, aspects I have, like jujitsu, grappling. Yeah, and- yeah. I've always said that it's good. Yeah, right. It's good to be in an organization. It's good to be in an organization that 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 feel of belonging and and doing. Yeah. But I don't need it. Uh, yeah. Maybe you've evolved now. Maybe I this I really last need, I year, just want to get better this, as a martial artist. This last year of me hammering you, <laughs> you've evolved and gone, actually, yeah. I don't need this. I don't I need really that. I really don't. I don't need to be part of an organization. I don't need to be something registered, recognized. I don't. I'm just trying to get a, to. become a better person, be a better martial artist, be a better whatever. So I recognize holes in my games, and I just want to step away from that. So I, And I still practice. It's not like I'm not practicing Kyokushin. I still I have a no, whole dojo in my forget, basement. You, I still, you, you, you've got the showdown. So, and and I, we talked about this loads before. You've got the showdown, so you have got... The bare minimum basics. Yeah, I have a good You've foundation. You've picked up all the basics. A nice little foundation. So you can carry on training. Yeah, I have a nice little foundation. And also, on that note, because I know a lot of people talk about that uh, grifters and drifters. So, oh, they get the black belt and that's it. And they check out whatever. It's not about that at all. It's nothing. I, I well, you've, just, you've completed it now, now. Got your black belt. You yeah, but no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Time um, to move on. Complete time to else. move on. Done. Uh, it's not like that at all. I just really, no. I just wanted to, to like, I just don't feel um, honest. I don't feel authentic. Like I just massive get, like when I started jujitsu, I realized quickly that I don't know shit. When you got white belts choking you out and stuff like that, it's like, oh my God, it's so good for the ego. It's so good. Yeah. Like I'm literally nothing in that dojo. You already had a martial arts background. It helps. Uchi Ryu and your Kempo, the other side. So you came into Kyokushin knowing a little bit. Yeah. And I will say Kyokushin is very, it can be very brainwashing. <laughs> uh, and 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 in a bubble 
you redo Kyokushin because you only deal with Kyokushin people. Exactly. You only it's, deal with Kyokushin people. It's a bit of a cult. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, and all that. Like, I mean, all BJJ's are massive. B- BJJ's I was just going to say, BJ is the same way. They're same all way. cult stuff. They're all, and you all do, of though, it. All of it. You get involved. I mean, I, I remember as a kid being like, yeah, Kyokushin is the best. It's the strongest. And, you know, Sosa used to kill bulls and no one can beat us. No one can touch us. Exactly. And and you did. You used to th- you used to think that. And yeah. in yeah. some ways, you know, for younger kids, that it's a product of the time. Don't forget now. Kyokushin came up through the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. It's a product of the time. We were the strongest. We trained, we did knuckle push-ups, other styles didn't. We punched trees, we punched wood, we punched each other. I was just going to say we punched, punched each other. <laughs> we, we punched each other, which was a, a crazy no, no. thing to do. It's like, whoa, were you actually hitting each other? What Ooh, the fuck is you? wrong with you? Someone could get hurt. <laughs> so we are a product of our time, and I do think now, and I've said I've said it loads of time. I would love to see Kyokushin evolve, like a bit like Kudo did. Exactly, hundred percent. But I, 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 but even with Kudo, I think Kudo uh, has become as it is. You very, very rarely heard of Daido Juko. Correct. It's all, right. It's all about the sport. It's all about Kudo because that's where the money is. That's where the fame is. That's where the attention goes. That's where exactly beyond that like it's like people at the end of the day we're, we're animals and we like recognition and we like our silver shiny objects in front of us and stuff like that so sport is all sport is the closest we'll ever come to actually i hope to actual real combat or real mm-hmm. warfare or whatever i would hope you know obviously there's parts of the world that don't are, are going through hell but i mean for the most part so this is the closest I have. So people are always going to want those aspects of things. I don't care if they're even doing chess. Like you're always want the people. People like being competitive. Competition, man. Yeah, if, and if, it's good. If we had, if we had peace, good. yeah. But like we said, if we had peace in the world, if you decided to stop all wars, press a magic button, yeah. all the wars are gone. Yeah. Within a short few decades, people would be bored. Yes. They would create problems, and they'd be like. Look at fucking them over there, all doing this and all that, and they're always wearing brown. I fucking hate brown. We wear red. Do you know what? Let's get let's get over there and let's take their clothes off because I'm not having this anymore. You got it. That's what would happen within a short few decades. It has happened since the dawn of time, and it will continue it. to happen. You got it, hundred percent. So you're never going to escape, like the quote-unquote sport aspect of anything that you do because everything in life is competitive. I hope it is. It should be. If it's not, mm. you know what? I think it should be. Competition is good because competition Absolutely. keeps you sharp. Brings out the best in yourself. Yes. If there was no competition in the world for anything, what a boring life you would have. Exactly. So what I about this one of race? Oh, we're all going to win. What's the point then? Exactly. So I don't have a problem with the sport aspect of either kudo or jujitsu or kyokushin for yeah. that matter i really don't but I, what i do feel is something is missing so let me give you an example of this so jujitsu uh my last nogi class went there um professor um uh, told us to greg king by the way big shout out greg king who also had a match on sunday night and won by submission in under a minute so god bless you um, anyway, 
he'll say, so we're doing rolling mat. Feel For the strikers out there, feel free to grab your gloves, grab your whatever, and we'll add striking into it. It's a whole different game then. It's a whole, <laughs> it's a, such a different game when you're doing grappling and now you got to worry about someone potentially uh, punching the face. It's a completely, or it's a completely, you look at knockdown. Yeah. You knock down is good. Everyone loves it. Then you look at Shinken Chobo rules. Yeah, and exa- it's exactly, compl- exactly. It's a completely different fight. There's exactly. hardly anything going on because people are worried about being punched in the face. Exactly. That so was I- always my that was always my struggle with grappling, getting into getting into dominant positions. I'm like, oh well, I feel vulnerable because he can punch me in the face. Like, yeah, but he's not going to. So you just lie there, wait for him to tire, and then you can move on to this but i'm like i'm completely wide open yeah exactly i'm not protected at all both my arms are tied up i can't even stop him from hitting me but exactly. like, he's not going to exactly so, so yeah it's a com- completely different game exactly so when people do that they have to be aware you're doing a sport and that's what it is which is cre- great because eddie bravo put the combat jiu-jitsu in place so yeah now, with the it's awesome basically <laughs> Oh, it's awesome. It's so good. It has changed. I tell you what I do like doing, because no one wants to be punched in the face. Some people do. But Sucks. being punched in the face and hit hit in the face altogether is not nice. As, as Mike Tyson it, said, everyone's got a plan until they're punched in the face. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it hurts, and, and it changes. Change, you're like, fuck me, that hurt. Right, I'm going to hurt him back. That really <laughs> yeah. hurt. Yeah. Now I'm I'm hurting him back. Yes. He's having it. And, yes. you, I, and exactly. everything goes out to the window then. Exactly. You get struck, you see red. And you get like, caught. Rrr. You get like, I, I, you've been caught the chip and you're like, fuck, oh, he's broke my fucking cheekbone. Yeah. I think he's broke. I'm going to fucking hurt him. Fuck, <laughs> he's having it. I'm punching him back. And then it it, oh, it, it it becomes just a real fight. Yeah, exactly. I like, I like, I tried to get the guys to do it, but they're not too fast on it. I like grappling with with punching the body, kicking yeah, yeah, and punching we do that. the body. We do that, and we, on and the we ground gloves. as well. So yeah, yeah, on, on the ground. On the ground, you about. punch the legs, yeah, yeah. punch them in the arm. I quite yeah. enjoyed that because yeah. you're getting a strike element. Very different. You haven't got to worry about, and it's, it plays to my strengths basically. <laughs> it's right a compl- on, we're, we're grappling, no holding, only punching allowed. It's a completely different game, and it does change things. Um, anyway, I, I don't know, man. I, I wish my only regret, and I don't really have many, I wish I'd done this years ago because it really has opened my eyes. Not to just, mm-hmm. just jujitsu and stuff. It's opened my eyes to so much stuff. Um, like what? Like, again, I keep going back to this. I don't know why there's such a massive mental difference between Kyokushin and... Let's break it down. Let's analyze it because we've looked at it. Do we think... Timestamp. Timestamp is 53 minutes. This is awesome. Good bookmarks for folks. I swear, and Bryn brought this up the other day to me as well. He was like, it's crazy to know that BJJ is older than Kyokushin. Oh shit! Yeah, way older. Yeah, so it was about it was established before Kyokushin was established. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wonder. So again, BJJ does have its roots in Japanese jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I was just gonna say we continue calling. So I will tell you this: I don't mean to interject because I want to hear where you're going, but there is Go a on. huge trend. I don't now. know where I'm going. Okay, so there's a huge trend. In BJJ now, not many people say Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu anymore. 
No, it's just, well, they don't get it in Brazil. They just call it jiu-jitsu. Yeah, because it's modified so far from Japan, and everyone that touches it now has another modification or change to it that people are just yeah. like, it's just jiu-jitsu. There's no, and, and all the guys And they give huge that, respect to J- Japanese. All the guys that I've known that from Brazil, training, they don't call it Brazilian. They just call it jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu man. Jiu-jitsu. Um. So yeah, it's got. But let's, let's break it down in this thing. So it's got mm-hmm. Japanese elements in it. Yeah. Uh, who was the Japanese guys that taught the Gracie brothers? Oh, uh, Count. Um, uh, fuck, I forget his name. I'm so bad with names. Uh, so you were a little BJJ. I, I I'm not. I'm open, not. I, I opened like the field. I, I opened the field and I brought you in. I brought you in to make you look good, and you fluffed it. Uh. I was expecting you to reel off names, places, date of birth, his street name, his mother's name, his father's <laughs> name. <laughs> Not going to happen. Count Maeda. Uh, yes, Count Maeda. <laughs> Couldn't remember the last name pronounced. I yes. knew it. Why is he a count? That's a good question. Why is he a count? What is he a count in the term of that is his title? Count Maeda? Why oh, he count? traveled to Europe where he took on the ring name of Count Coma and won matches uh, in England, Belgium, and Spain. Maeda then headed back to West Visit Cuba. So I think that's something they gave him uh, right, when okay. he was fighting. Like Michael Bispin, the Count. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Count Bispin. Uh, I got you. So it's got that Japanese element, but maybe it wasn't um, incubated in Japan, was it? It was incubated in a completely different culture altogether yeah because by that time something interesting had happened so they had jiu-jitsu in japan but the, s- similar to karate they took all out took out all the cool parts <laughs> and made it into judo so basically yeah. it's almost a reverse engineering because he was teaching them kind of more judo than he was jiu-jitsu and then mm-hmm. um helio gracie started adding back the jiu-jitsu aspects of it uh, like so, here a little history lesson for people. You have jitsu and budo. Before budo, everything was jitsu, which just means uh, art, basically. Um, mm. And you're just um, war art, really. And so you're just working on techniques for betterment for military, honestly, and combat. And then they wanted to take those aspects out so they could sportify it, like Terry was talking about earlier, and hence where the Budo came from. So they could keep the spiritual spiritual aspects of it. They could keep the you know uh, the foundational the aspects. School. They exactly. wanted to teach it in mainstream school. Exactly. But we'll take out the arm breaks and we'll just turn it into a choke or whatever the case may be. So that's all that happened. And then they put it back in there. So was, uh, yeah. And with the, with the dumbing down of karate, we we everyone same thing. We all like to think it was Funakoshi that dumbed down, but it was no. actually Itotsu. Itotsu started correct the dumbing down, or well, the the nicification. Let's call the it the nicification for of it karate. to be a bit more palatable to the it's, Japanese public. Correct. So starting with school systems and moving into the general public, yeah, and and, yeah. and that's why you have like I mean, if you look at uh, jujitsu and judo, they're exactly same root. They come from the exact same thing, but they're very, very yeah. different. But uh, I, let's trees, look. So branches. we had a karate, judo, them. They basically uh, manufactured in Japan. Yeah. And as we know, Japan Okinawa. is a very high, high, 
no manufactured in japan oh manufactured yeah yeah so and and japan is a very hierarchical society mm-hmm. brazil not so hierarchical i think is it not that i'm aware of but i don't know no so maybe maybe that's why the that element of everyone's friends we're all the same we're all equal we're all yeah you know training doing doesn't matter with his you know that japan is i'm a senior grade you dare not to fucking bow to me when i come into the dojo you're getting smashed so i like that what you're saying now is this segues into another thing i was literally today on lunch i was having lunch and just came up through my feed it was a um interview with john uh john donaher and and uh the interviewer was um faraz uh george st pierre's coach mm. he was interviewing john donaher john donaher is the premium the number one jiu-jitsu coach in the world bar not. leg lock specialist yeah well he's moved on to a new thing now but yeah he don he 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 invented the leg lock game anyway um so he was it's funny you're talking about belts and stuff he doesn't like using oh belts. sorry so right oh stay there stay that stay on that thread we should have announced at the beginning of the show another huge loss to the martial arts and fighting world oh yeah go on we should have met sorry i've got i've got to mention go on say his name it's your, your buddy you my buddy <laughs> who's just died uh, you mean the jujitsu player no not jujitsu forget jujitsu who has just died in the oh world my is- god yes 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 a huge loss in the martial arts community actually there was two losses though that's why i confused at, at the first what was the two loss well anyway i'll go back to the other one after but go the on. one uh, terry's referring to is uh genie labelle genie labelle judo uh gino jewel judo gene labelle just uh i don't even know what to say about him he olympic medalist uh stunt choreographer stunt man yeah, wrestler uh, wrestler the list goes on Probably just our, our the only guy to our, make steven seagal pee himself <laughs> uh, actually actually shit himself physically physically soiled himself um <laughs> So our, you know, our lists probably don't wouldn't have heard of Gene LaBelle, Kyokushin community stuff. But on the la- so our last show we did with Shan Cameron, Shan Cameron talks about Gene LaBelle. He's a friend, and he's ba- he's basically considered the godfather of MMA, of of mixing styles up, uh, wrestling, jujitsu, fighting, judo, bit of boxing, and in the film, uh, what's this Hollywood film now? The one yeah, way I, have, I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. I, I haven't seen it. And I can't even. I, what's it called? Long time ago, or oh, once upon a time in what, Hollywood. Yeah, something like that. There's a scene in there uh, where one of the stunt guys is fighting so-called Bruce Lee, uh, and Bruce Lee ranks he's going to beat him, and he throws him into the car and stuff. Well, apparently that character is based on Gene LaBelle. That's correct. Um, so yeah, sorry, drop that in. We should have mentioned that big, massive, big, huge crushing. Lost. I think he was in his nineties. Uh, he was that's ninety odd, something right. like that. Yeah, I'm trying to find right now. I think he was ninety two. That's all. Was yeah, I know he was getting on. Uh, he was. I put a post up in. Uh, I did too. My socials after me copied me. Put it up after me. He was eighty nine. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Uh, um, who's, who else has died? Then you're on about. Oh, there was a horrific, I won't get, you know, and this one I need. Who is it? 
I will. I need to go. I don't know how to pronounce his name correctly, so I. Need you don't to even know who it is. <laughs> no, I do. Unfortunately, God, can you guys hear the dogs yapping? It's my, every day. I have a I neighbor. Can hear him, yeah. It's a neighbor who puts out. He has a little yappy dog, or he or she put out. They put out this little yappy dog every day. I can hear him in the background. Just goes on and on. All right, uh, Leonardo Low. Uh, Leonardo Lowe, he is one of the most dominant uh, jiu-jitsu guys in the world. I'm not going to turn this Never into Never him, ever. Well, I know average, you know, the karate, average karate person won't, but I'm trying to put it into perspective. Average, like, just call me an average karate person. <laughs> no, but if you think about it, this guy was so famous. If you think about it, it would be like, uh, I'm trying to think, just think of some hugely famous Kyokushin person. Oh, what's his name? Who won multiple, who had, uh, uh, Bulgarian who's won multiple. Alejandro Navarro. Sure, sure, whatever. Somebody at that level or... Matsui. No, I'm thinking like someone more... Mo like, I was thinking that the Bulgarian um, who's won multiple world champions in Shinkyokshin. Um, He's that famous you can't think of his name. Valeri. Um, Valery Dimitriov. <laughs> yeah, so essentially I don't have the full story, but basically this guy was right. in a nightclub in, um, in uh, Rio de Janeiro. Somebody comes along, scuffle breaks out in a nightclub, something over a wine bottle. So this guy, yeah. he's a multi, I think he won world champions six times. So he basically just puts this guy in a, uh, just just holds on to him, says, calm down, you know, just calm down. Everything's good. N nobody wants any trouble. And he let him up and stuff. And apparently the guy got up, pulled a gun out and shot him in the face and killed him. Mm. Yeah. So and this it is, that's a, not a perfect example. It's a horrific example, horrific example. of of self defense versus martial arts. Correct. They are different. Correct. They are different things, and we've talked about this before. Back to your point, you were you were saying. <laughs> what was my point? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't listening to a fuck. Some I don't know. What was we talking about then? You were about to go into some spiel on on jujitsu. Well, I, d I know off the top of this, the one thing I've been blown away about in jiu-jitsu and my exposure to it. So I've met, in, so my years in Kyokushin, I've met some really, from you to whoever, I've met high-ranking people from Xi'an Judd to whatever. And, you, and there's a mixed bag. A mixed bag is obviously someone like Xi'an Judd and yourself, very nice folks and uh, no ego and just just humble I can even say more than that. Judd, you're amazing, dude. Um, and just some other folks. Um, but also I run into a lot of arrogance and a lot of ego. And it's quite comical to me. There's a lot of, there's a um, lot of misplaced arrogance. Though. Yes. So this and is where like, I'm going. What are you so arrogant about? Okay. So this is where I'm going with this, Terry, because since I've been in jujitsu, I've met some pretty now high level jujitsu guys that, literally just ragged like just ragged all you and they have no ego no anything and it's bizarre to me it's very it's something i've been really looking into and i think it is that whole thing is that you're just crushed every day so there's no opportunity to have that ego because yeah you might be a fifth dan whatever but there might be a purple belt that just you don't know who's just going to school yeah. you it's yeah. weird it's very bizarre i and do think jiu-jitsu is, is a constant isn't there constant. no there's no, you got your black belt. So now you stand out the front 
and you dictate to the class what happens. It's and not like that in and, and, and Shane Cameron talks about this as well. He said, you know, the, it tends to be the more stripes there are, the bigger the belly gets. Yeah. Obviously, he wasn't talking about he wasn't talking about myself. Um, and the less training you do. Yes. But oh yeah, yeah that's another head, thing. Yeah, in your head, you're still like, oh yeah, I, I, I'm doing this and doing that. The amount of shans I see now. I mean, I got a little bit of a belly on me, but I can still do everything. The amount okay. of shans I see that can barely move. Yeah, so that's another thing too. In my kyokushin experience, like you know, instructors will stay up in front of class. They'll dictate the class. They'll go on. They might do a little bit jujitsu. You're just they're just doing everything along with us. You're just rolling with yeah. us. You're doing yeah, everything. Yeah, you like to. there's, you have to. You have I, to. You have I no find work. it difficult to teach the class. I, I I have to be. I have to check myself sometimes as I'm in in amongst it and be like, actually, you need to be out the front, telling everyone what to do next, right? And correcting people right. rather yeah. than being in amongst it with them because it's like I don't want to stand out the front and talk about it. When we when it's time to like spar and do it, I, I want to get stuck in with everyone. I sweat with everyone. Now, here's the th- here I'm gonna, again. I'm going to throw the wrench in. So, and I'll give an example. This is a pure fluke. So, no, I don't want people to think that I know shit. Uh, like, I no doubt my years of martial arts have definitely accelerated my learning in jujitsu. Things is common sense to me, like round mm-hmm. move, leverage, and stuff. It's just common sense. So, because of martial arts. So every now and then I'll, I'll, I'll fluke out, I'll, do, I'll pull something, I'll be like, holy shit, how did I do that? And I did. I choked out a black belt the other day, and I was just like. Okay, that this is a fluke. It just happened, but it never happens in Kyokushin. It, it, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's well, for a start, there's there you are right. I tell you why it doesn't happen in Kyokushin. There's a perfectly valid reason why it doesn't happen, because from a, a low grade, it's drummed into you. You respect your senior grades. Yes. When you're fighting a senior grade, you fight with spirit. But you keep their grade in mind and don't take the piss. Not in judo. And and, and and Shane Cameron spoke about it, didn't he? He said, you know, in Japan, it's like when they, when they were in Hombu, it was like, yeah, the the blue belts put it on the white belts. Yeah. The yellow belts put it on the blue belts. But the yellow belt can't put it on a green belt. That's a no-no. Correct. If a yellow belt starts getting a bit shirty with the green belt, the black belt's going to come and smash them all. Correct. There is a hierarchy. Shit goes down. It doesn't go up. Yep, I see it. I will say this where in jiu-jitsu. It, where is only... jiu-jitsu? Yep. Uh, every, open mat, on the floor, Go. everybody's going for it. If that white belt can, can try and choke out that black belt, They're going for then it. you go for it. 100%. And you're, you're, you're uh, told to do in, that. You're encouraged. Um, you're encouraged, you're encouraged to, to do, do that. It. Um, very, very much so. And to the point where if you don't do it, you'll get reprimanded. Like you always yeah. have to be going for it. Um, also though, there is one caveat, blue belts, <laughs> blue belts. is the first belt level in jujitsu. And I'm going to be honest, when you get to blue, ju- you pretty an average blue belt is pretty, you can pretty much drop out then and take care of yourself in an average That's situation. the saying in there. You, you get a blue belt to beat the world. Yeah, a pretty blue belt much. I wish the world. Honestly, I wish every cop had a blue belt. It'd be great. Um, however, there you do. That's the one thing you will run well, into blue let, belts. That let like, me <laughs> like add this caveat to that. Right? Mm. You wish every cop had a blue belt. 
In terms of um, control, without injury. Yeah, but I, I don't because I've watched loads of cops. I seen I a video of, of a video of jujitsu people, and they on the floor, fucking about, rolling around, looking for this, looking for that. And there was a video on the other day, and I watched the guy. The guy was really cool. The guy is really awesome. But he was showing how he was trying to arrest someone, and this person he was rolling around on the floor. And at one point, the guy got his gun because <laughs> he was in his full belt. Because I don't and know what to while, do. While it, no, this guy is like a as a high level jujitsu guy. That's pretty shocking. That's yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, but keep it in mind now. He's got his belt. While the jujitsu guy, you're looking to subdue him. I he's know. not looking. He's not looking to get out of your thing. He's looking to grab your stuff off your belt. Exactly. So while you're trying to control him or get a top man to get a better position, you 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 forget about the stuff on your belt. Hundred percent. And I'm like, stop trying to submit him and just crack his skull open or something you know true, end but it, I th- stop I think it you need to, i think you do need to know like i think a cop should know how to control people without- you've got to know but you've got to know you've got to know your way around the ground you've yeah. got to know the danger not zones. just ground just controlling people just even standing yeah, controlling. Sta- stand up as well yeah controlling. which not so many don't especially in america yeah they i really think that's don't. down that's down to the the size of the police forces and the training and this and that but even uk cops here it's not the control and restraint. It's, it's you know, you, you've got to be careful. Even door courses now, the stuff yeah. they teach you is non-pain compliance stuff. Yes. Well, if you've got a, if you've got a, a six foot two, 18 stone rugby player off his tits on Coke, <laughs> let me tell you something. Your non-pain compliance not gonna work. isn't doing shit. No, of let course. Let me tell you that. You have to and you can have two little, you can have two little seventy kilo people on either arm of him. He's going to pick one up and throw him over there, and pick the other one up and throw him over there. Exactly. I saw. I saw. I should have sent you the. I, I, maybe I did send it to you. Did I send you the video? It was a doorman. Was it a doorman or a cop? I can't remember now. It's somewhere in Latin America, and this guy's giving him a hard time, and he literally picks the guy up, turns him I upside seen it. down. Oh no! I didn't. <laughs> Oh no, I haven't seen that. Oh I've God, seen the one with so this a big black cop that looks like an American football player, and he literally grabs a guy from a bar, picks him up like a child, and walks out with him and plumps him outside. It's similar. This one, one. He, he literally turns the guy upside down. I think he shakes things out of his pockets or something. It's like and puts him back on his feet. <laughs> it's awesome. There are people out there like they are genuine beasts oh yeah out there genuine beasts out there that their strength ratio it Uh, it is completely blows you away it is literally like like you going up against a gorilla timestamp 112 (laughs) It, it is literally like that and i think people don't realize that people don't realize you know kyokshin people don't realize how hard kyokshin people can hit that is power based it is a power based style look at a big bodybuilder look at someone that's benching two three hundred kilos that's deadlifting like you know 500 kilos or what you know whatever people don't you realize that you realize that strength if they grabbed you if they can deadlift 500 kilos they can pick you you, with your little 70 kilo frame up off the floor and basically smash you into the ground till you're just ashes people don't realize that that, that power and that strength is there they don't watch this i just found it 
Is he doing really that to a child? Is that a it's child? It's a man! It's a man! <laughs> I look. It is. You can do that. There's people that are so... Oh, my God. ...physically inadequate. Oh, my God. Uh, um, that... They're just on relay. It is literally like a gorilla coming in and just grabbing you and throwing you around. Mm-hmm. And certainly you look at the, the bit of jujitsu wrestling. Look at wrestlers. Oh, my God. That's another level, too. Yes, yes. The strength of wrestlers is just the grip strength and leverage strength of wrestlers is off the charts. It's Especially if you've got some big old boy farm strength from Idaho oh, or somewhere God. like that corn-fed Idaho wrestler that's just like freakish strength. Yeah, those guys can hold on to you till you starve to death. They Look are... at Alex, Alexander Carolyn, completely Ex- natural freak. <laughs> completely natural. <laughs> natural. <laughs> completely natural, right? Completely natural, corn-fed. But what a freak. What a freak. Yeah, you see the natural. size of the guys he lifted up in the, 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 the Corellin lift. Just from his knees, lifting them up in the air, and they're like they're like two hundred kilos. It's weird because people could see a video like that and they go, "Oh yeah, whatever." But you're not understanding. I, like, I go to a gym that. and try to do exactly. Go to a gym and just try to do a regular deadlift. Now put yourself in an awkward position where you're wrapped around. <laughs> like it's weird, man. It's. Yeah. I remember going to the gym once, and they were, it was a strongman gym. There, okay. and they had some strongman games, and they had the big tires. Oh yeah, yeah. To do the flipping the tires, and I thought, I'm, I'm pretty strong. I'm, I'd at least, you know, get it off the floor maybe. I can hell. I went at this tire. It didn't. It's like a brick wall. It didn't move. It was like me. I may as well have been pushing a brick wall. And I'm like, that's not right. So hang on, let me get a run up it. And I would run and shoulder into it and lift it. Literally, a brick wall. No move. Not even. The rubber going in, no That's movement whatsoever. How strong these guys are, man! Like that guy from and England, the guy from Britain, uh, the Scottish guy. Is he Scottish? The strongest man, Scottish. Oh, I thought he was from England. No, Scotland. Mm, man, incredible, incredible yeah. strength. Which guy are you talking about? Are you talking about the world, the current world's strongest? I don't man, know if he's current because I don't really, I don't really follow it. Or are uh, you on? Are you on about Eddie Hall, the beast? Yeah, Eddie, Eddie. Sorry. Oh, yeah, he's English. Yeah, Eddie. He's a yeah. Because I don't really follow these guys, but Eddie, I know just because you know he, he was just, a beast. He had the world world record deadlift, just a powerhouse for man. And he and he was good on the log lift. I got to meet him actually. I got to see him. I thought in, uh, so. September. That's why I was trying to remember that. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, I'm going to meet. This mm. is breaking news. This has only just happened. Jean Claude Van Damme. What? What you're going to date him or He's, what? No, we're going to meet him. We're going to have a little picture, shake his hands. How so? Have a little Q and A because he's doing a Q and A at the Arnold Sports Festival. Oh, and you, why are you doing security there? Or why do you have an in? How do no, you? No, wanna... I've got no. We we've bought tickets. Me oh, and okay, Sue's okay. have bought. We've bought three. Oh, you guys are actually going to go to the event and like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've bought like platinum tickets. All awesome. in, all this. Look at everything. That's cool. So, we're going down. Um, pictures, pictures. Videos. Obviously, Arnie's there. Arnie sold out, bang, straight away for pictures and talking. Yeah. And the pictures were like 500 to 750 pounds. Are you? 700 and, 
500 pound to have a single picture with him. Are you what? Why just wait till he leaves out the door and just take a selfie? 500 pounds to go there. You won't won't go anywhere near him. 500 pounds to sit there, shake hands, have a nice picture. I'm sorry. 750 for two of you. What's it going to cost you for uh, JCVD? Uh, What are we paying? I think it's 150 each, something like that. But I mean, but even, even. you know, we Suze loves Van Damme as well. Yeah. I grew up on Van Damme. Yeah. You know, Dolph Lundgren, Van Damme, Arnold Schwarzenegger. These guys were the action heroes. Arnie, I loved, but it was more Van Damme because Van Damme was a martial artist. Yeah, I love Dolph Lundgren. Dolph brother, towards the late years. My got, brother worked on a movie with Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah. They used I to mean, hang out, shoot I, pool and stuff after. Oh, cool. as in as in like people. I think he's obviously had his. Uh, ups and downs and problems in life yeah there's but, something i can't say actually i have a little, yeah. <laughs> there's something. But he, I have a little he, intel on that one that i can't say anything. he changed films there was no one doing toby or shiromawashikeri's like him no there man. was no one kicking like him in films i even there was remember, no one doing it i remember her, him telling the story about how he even really got started he was in la well this was after we got to, he got to la he's trying to make a point or whatever he was at a a restaurant or something there's some exec a film exec or something coming out and he and he did the whole fucking uh where he puts the uh sidekick to the throat and holds the the you know <laughs> and the guy was mm. so impressed by it and shit that uh gave him a card and whatever and i don't think pro quo i might have told i probably told you this before i'm sure i did when we had a movie episode you know it was going to be van damme that was going to play the predator in the yeah. Predator movie yeah i remember that yeah i remember you talking yeah about he that. was he was wearing this big suit seven foot tall yeah. suit above him but he was like in the end he's like i cannot kick you know i can't do this i can't jump i can't move why am i here i'm here for the kicking why am i here and in the end they, he left the set or they got rid of him and got someone else in oh my god but no, yeah see, this uh what's the timestamp? <laughs> oh god next time 119 sure. we're wrapping so, it up now anyway we're we are wrapping up but there's one thing i want to point out if people haven't seen it do yourselves a favor and watch the movie JCV- JCVD. All right, it's a, such a good movie. It's not what you the think. series. No, 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 no. I know what you're talking. That's funny as hell. That's really funny. But there's a movie. I think it's just called JCVD as with with him, and it's he. It's about a bank robbery, and he plays himself. Uh, you've not seen this. I don't think so. No. Oh my god. Because he play he plays himself though in the TV series. Which I thought was a bit crap, to be honest. Yeah, I, I never got into it, but this movie is absolutely. Uh, I, I highly recommend it. You know what? You, do you want me to play the trailer? I know. Will I get in trouble if I play the trailer? No, don't play a trailer. Okay. Listen, we haven't been, we haven't done a show for two months. We're not having this one being being uh, flagged. Yeah, good point. Anyway, I highly I, here. I'll show the friggin. Um, well, no, don't show the flood trailer. Just no, we're not going to show the trailer. It's just going to show the, the even the cover doesn't look like the average, J uh, uh, Jean Claude thing. Like, look at this. Look at the um, the cover on it. It is so good, people. Ah, it looks very really cool. I'll it's so to, good. We'll have to have a look at that. Two thousand eight. He plays himself. That's all I'm going to say because I no spoilers. I it's so good. It's so good. He does. There's one thing in the movie. He does a monologue into the uh just right into the camera that's all i'm gonna say 
He does a monologue into the camera that's so good that will blow your mind. He's a really I good actor. I love a look at that. He's a really he, good actor. Don't be kind fooled. Of had, uh, don't be fooled by his like English speaking karate movies and shit. Like when he's speaking his own language and is doing it's he's a very good actor. He he had uh, a bit of a like a reprisal, didn't he, with the Volvo yeah. advert with the lorries. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think he's still revered. People love uh, Jean Claude. I mean, what's he went a bit love? crazy. He went, a, he went a bit doolally and he had problems with drugs. But who, who yeah. hasn't in who Hollywood? Hasn't? Who, who hasn't? <laughs> they said you off to Tijuana now. Yeah, I know, right? Oh my God, Tijuana's on fire right now. There's two cartel gangs that are. Uh, oh, timestamp. <laughs> I just kidding. Uh, listen, but, forget, listen, forget your drug cartels. I'll go okay. back to the Van Damme thing. Yeah. What is your favorite? So we're going on a tangent here. Now you've missed out tangents, people, haven't you? Yeah. I know, What's right. your favorite Van Damme film? <sighs> That's really hard. I love them all. Well, all right. Blood what are the most? Guess, what maybe. were the most influential ones for you? Not influential. I was just a fan. I'm not like that. Like I love. I love his movie. I love. To be honest, my favorite one is JCVD. If you see it, it has nothing to do with martial arts. That is my favorite Jean-Claude movie. Next to that would be probably Bloodsport. Bloodsport? Not AWOL? AWOL? I don't remember that. What's that? It's funny. AWOL was the UK name of it, absent without leave. But the the European arrest of the world, it was called Full Contact. Other countries, it it was called Lionheart. Lionheart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! I think that's the one my brother worked on. Oh, I think this is. I think this is the one my brother worked on. Lionheart. I think this was filmed in Toronto. Ah, yes, whatever. I think it was. I think yeah. it was actually. You, it was in Toronto. He, he worked with him in Toronto. Yeah. So a wall. I loved that. Obviously, kickboxer. Kickboxer, kickboxer yeah. was a, a massive one, and it was blood sport. Blood sport. Yeah. A wall. Kickboxer. I think they are the big three. Also, another one I loved was cyborg. Mm, yeah, it was good. Oh, and Universal Wasn't, Soldier. Yeah, I was just going to say Universal Soldier with uh, Universal Soldier with yeah. with Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren, yeah. That was such a. They played. That was a good movie, actually. Do, yeah, they didn't do more funny. films because although there was a rivalry, they played their parts fantastically. Yeah. Yeah, movies have gone to toilet. <laughs> oh, there are there are no you know guys who come off this, but. Get in the comments. Get in the comments. Tell us your favorite martial arts movies and how today, right? There's no, there's, there's none, man. no, there's no substance to it. It's all garbage. For a start, it all, it all the, has... stuff, the stuff, the stuff you watch today is so laced with woke bullshit. That's what I was just gonna that, say. That, that it's be... not even in. You there's can't so even, much like, you messaging. Can't even, it ruins the fucking movie. Yeah, you watch the Disney stuff now. Like all of a sudden now, there's all these powerful women coming through, which I got no problem with. I'm marrying a powerful woman. You know, I got no problem with that. But like context, context on it. It's like everyone seems to be all these women are beating all of the men. And it's like, no, that, 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 that's not going to happen. And it wouldn't have happened. What bothers me the most of this shit is such a small group of people making these decisions and ruining it for everyone else who just mm. wants to see a fucking good movie. Like it's, yeah, there's, it's, no, there's no lesson. Where's no. the lesson? Oh yeah, well, lesson. We, the lessons in acceptance, Terry, and in all the woke mm. bullshit. That's your lesson. The, yes, they shove it down. Anyway, whatever. I'm not gonna. We used to watch. You know, you watch He-Man, Masters of the Universe, yeah. right? The cartoon. Yeah, I love now. That. Every every cartoon. There was a lesson. 
Yeah, of course. You learn something. Morality Adam would come lesson or something. Adam would come and be like, hey, kids, you know, it's not good Play to safe. throw stones. He broke yeah. the windows and this was the result of it. And this is what happened. But there were lessons we grew up in the 80s. Yeah. Listening and watching these things and going, oh, yeah. He, man, wasn't a misogynist. He wasn't a racist. He wasn't this. He wasn't that. You, there were, none of those things were, were present. You knew nothing about them as you were growing up. I can't believe we even need to say this. It's so stupid. But you know they, what? They wasn't there. I know we're trying to cut out of this, and I won't. I we always anyway. I don't want to turn political shit. There's another thing well, going we on. Got, we, got, we got five minutes. Five okay. minutes. One okay. Okay. So all this other uh, stuff going on. There's a, in the U.S. and Canada right now. All this wokeness stuff going on about with teachers. And teachers teaching sexuality and all this kind of stuff, right? And there's a big rip between it. Should you be allowed to talk to children or not? Many people say that's grooming or whatever. I'm not going to get into that at all. I will point out this because you just reminded me in the 80s, I knew nothing about my teachers. I didn't know they're fucking anything. I didn't know if they're married, sexuality, no, nothing. They were miss. Nothing. Miss they were miss. Yes. That's it. That's it. I knew nothing. And not only that, I didn't need to know. I don't want to know. I'm there to learn. Like that really blows my mind. It really blows my mind why people feel they need to get so involved with children's lives that they have to. It's very bizarre to me that that profession's changed. Yeah, I think the world. We are the product of the times. The world yeah. is chasing. It's fast paced. It's more not. You know, it, it's the fact where if you teach, uh, if you had to fight a row in school, I go might have a clip when I got home as well. Yeah. You know, you you'd be like, right, what's going on? What's happened? This and that. Uh, but teachers, they were different as well then. Yeah, Today, 100%. it's like, it's like, listen, I don't want you to be my son's best friend. I want or, you to or teach their parent. Yeah, yeah, you're not their parent. I shut their your parent. mouth and do your job. Shut your mouth and do your job. That's it. Yeah, everyone did. Everyone's got an opinion, and everyone everyone's thinks good. that their opinion is more important than anyone else's. Yeah, well, mine is the most important. Well, clearly, you know, I don't like to pull rank, but, you know, mine would be more important than yours because I'm a higher rank. I don't really give a fuck what you rank. And let me just remind you, I'm a higher rank than you in jiu-jitsu as well. <laughs> <laughs> just like white belt. Two, two stripes. <laughs> two straight white belt. Let me just remind you of that. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Okay, this good. Right. This is a goodie. It is. So are we do right. Are we doing this next week? Yes. What's going on, Scott? 100%. Tell the people what's going on. Okay, let me look at my calendar, and I'll tell you exactly what's going on. So, yes, definitely next week, and even the week after. Uh, I'm not here. So, it's the week of September 4th, I am going to be in Mexico. Uh, but who knows? Let me see what my... Uh, I'm going to be very bored there in the evening, so who knows? Maybe We, we can say this next stop, and that's from shooting while you're in Tijuana. No, there's that's nothing. That's what we should do. I'm, I'm, we I should haven't... do an episode... After you've had the injections, when you're there all monged up on morphine and stuff, it's a fantastic <laughs> so, show. I'm going to do clips, short, short clips for Marshall Way all the way there, like going to mm. the airport. Uh, yeah, you're going to vlog it. Do like I'm a, vlog do a vlog of it. We vlog it. But I on this show, I want to do like an in-depth. So like we Once you've had the treatment and you're yeah. like a bit compass mentis, yeah. we should shoot the show. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, I want to tell everybody what's this all going on and stuff. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so intrigued myself. I, I want to tell people the story. Yeah, definitely. Good. Well, we, this is the first person that we, that there's public that's going to vlog it, that we're going to know yeah. step by step what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've looked for others. It doesn't exist. So I even talked to them and asked them if they're okay with it. 
Uh, I have to have one more conversation with them. The only thing they're little, I'm, I don't think I'm going to be allowed to film around the hospital and stuff because of privacy and shit. Yeah. But yeah. One-on-ones and stuff. I'm definitely going to interview still doctor, do your bits. So. Yeah. 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 It'd definitely be cool. And I'll put it, we we'll put it in the comments to the people, right? So obviously two months have gone by. We have another show. Get in the comments. What do you, the people want next week's show to be on? Give us a subject. Give us a point. What should we do a show on? Because we've been, because some of our early shows was on a subject, wasn't it? It was on the Doja Kuhn tournaments. Yeah, I love man, subjects. I this, love subjects. That. So get in there, folks. Give us a give us a subject what you want us to talk on. Yep. And it could be anything. Not BJJ. Not BJJ. <laughs> we are literally, <laughs> we are literally twenty five <laughs> seconds off. One hour thirty. Done. Wrap this mother. Terry, do you we think? We are done. Like, subscribe, share. But people probably no one's going to be listening to this. We lost all the audience when we been out for two months anyway. Don't say that. People so well done, Scott. Folks, we will see you soon. Cut. <laughs>